sports science, strength and conditioning, high performance coaching. Welcome to the Decoding Excellence Show. Hey everybody, it's your host Adam Ringler and today for this episode, rather than advertising for some sport performance technology company about whatever latest gizmo that they may have, I want to remind you of two things. Number one, I have a monthly newsletter that goes out chocked full of great research articles, interesting tidbits, quotes, books I'm reading, things I'm finding fascinating. It is essentially the birch box of newsletters. You don't know exactly what you're going to get week to week, month to month, But what you can guarantee is that it's going to be chock full of good things. Head over to adamringler.com forward slash newsletter. Pop in your email and sign up today. You will not regret it. And I won't spam you with 8 million different uh, emails, you know, every week, every day, every month. So check it out. Adamringler.com forward slash newsletter. Secondly, I get emails and messages every single publication talking about How can we support the Decoding Excellence show and the mission that you're bringing to us? And the easiest way is buy me a coffee. No, don't actually physically buy me a coffee. Head over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Adam Ringler. And there you can find in an easy donation way, you can pop in your your information and you could essentially buy the show a coffee, a $5 latte, if you will. And what we'll do with that is those proceeds from that donation will go immediately into the hosting fees for both the website and the Decoding Excellence show. So we can continue to bring this show to you via iTunes, Spotify, whatever podcast player of your choice. So check it out, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Adam Ringler. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Decoding Excellence Show. On this episode, I want to discuss some of the hidden things that people don't necessarily inform you about when it comes to taking over a leadership position. And I want to discuss three challenges that I think new hires, whether it's your first head coaching position or you're moving up in an organization or whatever it might be, the three challenges that you must successfully navigate in order to do your very best work within the organization. So I think you're going to get a lot of value away from listening to these three challenges. So without further ado, let's get straight to the show. Hey, everybody, this is Adam Ringler, and welcome back or welcome to the Decoding Excellence show, where it is my mission, my project, my hope to really understand sort of the tactics, the tools, the techniques, the behaviors, and the mindsets that go into excellent performers. And we have done that over the course of some 31 episodes of the past, where many of them being interviews with high-performance coaches, sports scientists, nutritionalists, uh, sleep experts, the list can go on and on and on. But much like the intro described today, uh, this is a mini episode. This is just a, a collection of thoughts that I have through my given day that I thought rather than just keeping to myself, and some of them I do, some of them just live and die in my notebook, never to see the uh, the breath of day, right, the light of day. But some of them I feel like, you know, as I go through my own reflection that uh, I can do it in this sort of medium so that maybe somebody else in a similar position who has the answers 
can provide them or if somebody else is in a position like myself that's thinking these thoughts, maybe we can collaborate, get together and and try to figure out some solutions. And if at the bare minimum, maybe it just helps somebody else. That's the the whole idea of this uh, Decoding Excellence show is to provide some value to uh, to the listening audience out here. So that's my hopes with this one. But so today I wanted to quickly discuss uh, three of the things that I don't necessarily think leaders or um, people that are put in a leadership position, whether it's your first head coaching job ever, you, you've risen from the ranks of assistant strength conditioning coaches to now you're managing a department or you are a head coach or you're a director or whatever it might be. The three challenges that nobody really ever uh, advises you on, right, or gives you some uh, some direction to. And I think these challenges are sometimes, uh, they are, they're hidden, certainly, but without the proper management of these three things, what happens is um, you just get chewed up, you get burned out, you get you get ate up in it. And, uh, and hopefully, just by identifying what these three things are, that you, if you're in this position, you can uh, hopefully manage those things and you can manage um, your ability to effectively lead the department and the people that, that you do lead. So the very first thing I wanted to discuss was uh, principle one, which is just simply managing your own energy. So whenever you're in a leadership position, it is – it. A lot of, you know, it's a, a lot of that responsibility, a lot of that role is just simply providing energy and direction to the people around you. So what can, it, with doing so, right, providing that energy, providing that direction, providing the guidance, managing your unit, what ends up happening is that that is, uh, your energy is a finite resource. It can't go to everywhere. It can't go to every project or everything. So becoming even better at delegation is a really important aspect to managing your own energy. You may want to be involved in every single project or every single um, you know, uh, uh, strategy that you guys are formulating. But what ends up happening if you try to do so so often is that with poor energy management or poor focus, what ends up happening is you, you just end up wasting time or the projects that you do actually get to do um, end up simply not being your best work. So without that delegation or if you're trying to micromanage everything, um, it's just it's, it, it's a poor strategy. And I think what ends up happening is that um, you become drained very, very quickly uh, just by simply trying to put yourself in every position across the unit. And, you know, when I have had conversations, whether it's on the Decoding Excellence show or or with, you know, peers that are in these positions, what ends up happening is that, you know, like much like if you start a business, like you are every role within that business organization. You're not only the CEO, you're the CFO, you're the marketing director, you're the janitor, you're everything, right? So, um Really, what I, I try to advertise, uh, what I try to advocate for, is that 
understand what your key strengths are, understand what makes you happy, understand what only you can do and what you can do better than anybody else, and then position yourself to to really harness what your strengths are um, and then try to delegate or hire for maybe what uh, what those other tasks that need to be done that you're not necessarily uh, maybe best equipped to do. Secondly, managing the relationships within the organization, right? And that is both up and out, or right? that is top to bottom of the organization. So a lot of it is just, you know, building these relationships with people, right? Both above you, below you, everywhere around. And what that can also mean is that, you know, everyone in the organization in your unit need to understand what you're doing, what our strategies are, what your mission is, and what we're trying to do as a department. And then we also needed to develop the develop the fundamental understanding of what those strategies are so we can deliver on those strategies. And I think one of the things that leaders do really, really well and should do really well is to manage those expectations, to delegate what they what they need from the other people. But they also need to create an environment where everybody can do their best work. So it it is about necessarily managing the people within your organization, managing the, the personnel. Um, but you also need to be able to understand what other people do incredibly well. So much of strength and conditioning is not always just necessarily – the sets and reps in the weight room. It's managing athletes. It's it's building relationships with athletes to get them to understand why we do what we do, why nutrition is, is important, why sleep is important, why we need to do a particular warm-up or this mobility exercise. And you we can continue to, you know, have athletes come in and and just rote repetition through all these things. Or we can try to build that relationship not only with the athletes, but with the coaching staff, with the athletic trainers, with the massage therapists that might come in, with everybody from top to bottom in the organization, why XYZ is important not only for the athlete's development or the team's development, but for everybody in the organization, for the very bottom line of of how you know delivering in one domain can affect the bottom line or the financial security of the um, athletic department or for coaching staffs or the increased likelihood of winning a, you know, a conference championship, whatever it might be, to continue to develop those relationships, not only within our internal circle, which might start with your coaching staff or your department staff, but then expand to the athlete's but then also expand outside of your own domain. That is incredibly important and something that I think, um, you know, when you take over the reins from a head coaching position uh, and you're leading a department now, not many people, uh, you know, discuss how important it is to build those bridges between departments, between people, between the office floor where administration is and where you're at. That's vitally, vitally important so that everybody understands from top to bottom what you're doing, why you're doing it. And then it's also helping you along the way in whatever capacity that they can see and touch and and physically or emotionally or from a communication standpoint, help 
deliver the understanding or the reasoning behind what we're doing. And I think the third piece as well that is, uh, is rarely communicated when people take over the reins from these leadership positions is managing information. And not just because I'm a data guy and this is where I sort of live and breathe, but managing the information flow of what's important, what's not important, what can we, uh, what, what's the information that key managers need to know and what are some information that assistant staff uh, you know, doesn't necessarily need to communicate upwards? How can we avoid micromanaging, but how can we also avoid having so much noise that it's hard to distinguish what the actual real signal is so that those in those leadership positions or in the decision-making decision, uh, positions can use and act upon that information? So a lot of the times, right, it's important to have a day-to-day briefing or a week-to-week briefing, right? And the the idea of these things is just so that some information flows in, but you're not bogged down with every single piece of information from every single department for every single athlete, where that can sort of really make the signal a little bit more fuzzy. Um, so it's really important, I think, to have a information flow or a funnel that allows for key stakeholders, whether it's your first coaching position or your head first head coaching position, that allows you to get information from your sports science staff, your analysts, uh, maybe your, your assistant coaches gets funneled up and gets filtered through, um, or if it's you know anybody else that might be facilitating sort of the direction of the department. So, you know, I think a lot of the times what happens is, and, you know, I'm just sort of um, visualizing this, right? You take over a new head coaching position. You try to micromanage everything, right? And you're in it and you're, so what you're, you're essentially decaying some of the relationships because you're taking some of the autonomy away from others that are already doing that. Um, now you're micromanaging so much that your own emotional energy is starting to you know, decay and decrease because you're spread so thin. And then you go through and because of that energy loss, you're no longer managing the relationships in and outside of your own department and those key bridges. And then you're also trying to seek out more and more and more information about what we're doing and the, the athletes and the department that you have a very... Uh, low chance of effectively filtering that information, and then it just becomes a snowball. One thing leads into the next thing, which leads into the last thing. So, you know, I think it's really so vitally important to have a way of filtering and funneling information. And that might just be a key assistant in your organization or in your department that can deliver, sort of act as that funnel, that human AI funnel although it'd be real intelligence, right? Human intelligence rather than artificial intelligence. But to have some type of uh, filtering mechanisms to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to take care of that so you can focus on your strategic tasks that you need to do. I think you're spending too much time on the day-to-day management. I'll handle that. I'll handle the facility. I'll handle um, the assistant coaching staff or the volunteer staff so you can do X, Y, Z. And ultimately, I think it just comes down to 
understanding what you're incredibly great at, what you're perfect at, what you're meant to do on this earth, positioning yourself to do it, and then finding the other people around you to help facilitate what you're great at. Um, and that might be, you know, if you're if you're building a staff, is that might be as simple as hiring people to do things that you're not good at. And, you know, if if um, if I'm great at X and you're great at Y, and we hire another uh, assistant coach who's great at Z, then when we compile each other and our little department of three people, we're, we got X, Y, and Z covered, which is ultimately what we want. I should understand if I'm sort of the the X guy and that's my task, I should understand what Y and Z tasks are. I should know a little bit about it. But if that pops up on my radar, I'm going to defer it to the right people, the people that are meant to do those things, the people that love to do those things and position them in their greatest likelihood or possibility of doing their best work. And I think when you do that, you can manage your energy, you can manage your relationships, and then you can manage that flow of information to you. You're equipped to run an effective department that can do their best work as well. And those are just a few of my thoughts when it comes to maybe the three hidden challenges, the three tasks that new leaders, new head coaches or assistant coaches or anyone in an organization taking over a leadership uh, position needs to be able to successfully navigate, to be able to manage, and to uh, to harness those strengths. So just again, as a little bit of a refresher, I think it's really important to manage your energy. And I know on many shows, we talked about different strategies, different ways that you can manage your energy outside of just you know positioning yourself in the company or in the organization uh, from a sort of... Uh, uh, advising or management sort of style, you know, things you can do outside of the office to be able to manage your energy. And that could be as simple as uh, mindfulness, meditation, getting away, doing activities that you like. There's been a lot of research in flow producing sports and activities. So whether that's rock climbing or, you know, extreme sports or, you know, martial arts or things like that, uh, that that's a great strategy for being able to manage your own energy. I sometimes think that when you start to feel run down, you need to get out of your head and get into your body and do something that actually helps with uh, the physical aspects of it. Um, and then also managing your relationships, both in the organization, outside of your organization, and that is making sure that you effectively lead people, right? So that you don't get bogged down with the micromanagement of different people. You you position others in the best possible chances for them to be successful, for them to harness their own strengths, um, and for them to es- essentially do their very best work. And then lastly, managing that information flow, right? You can't pr- be provided or act upon every single shred or piece of information. It's just going to be paralysis by analysis at that point. So you need to be able to set up filters in your own day-to-day to be able to filter that information, get the right signal via the no- or, uh, through the noise, and be able to act upon that information in a meaningful way. So whether that means safeguards or stand-up meetings, I use Slack quite a bit um, so that I am keyed into specific channels within our organization and 
You know, I, I know we talked about Slack as a productivity killer in the last episode, but I continued to harness that and use that as a resource to be able to get the right information to me while minimizing information that is non-relevant to my day-to-day. So these are just some of my thoughts, but more importantly, to wrap up this show, I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear from people who are listening to this show, whether it's on Twitter or Instagram. Um, Let's use the, let's see, hashtag uh, called three leadership challenges, right? Three leadership challenges. And let's uh, tag me in it if you happen to be listening to this show and let Let's talk about what is going on. Have you navigated the challenges of managing your energy, managing relationships, or managing the information flow across your day-to-day? And have you found some strategies that actually allow you to do those things? Um, I would be curious because this is something I think we all need to work on, whether you're in strength conditioning, whether you're in high performance sport, whether you're in collegiate athletics, or you're just in a marketing department and you're in a leadership position there, a management position there, and you need to develop these skill sets. So let's reach out to me on Twitter at adamringler.com. And like always, I always appreciate every single listener of the Decoding Excellence show. So if you are listening to this very moment in the show, I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. Hey, everybody, that is going to be it for this week's episode of the Decoding Excellence show. Like I've talked about in the last episode, I want to bring more of these shows to you every single week. So I hope you got some value from it. A lot of these are just some of the thoughts that are in my head that I'm thinking about day to day, week to week that I just want to share with you because I want to invoke um, some thoughts, but I also want to start a conversation surrounding some of these uh, week to week topics. So if any of the material in today's sort of three challenge uh, or three leadership challenges, if any of this have resonated with you, reach out to me on social media. I'd love to continue a conversation with you about these things and and better understand some of the strategies that you are using to navigate some of these issues, because I think it's so important for any of us that are in a leadership position. And as always, there's a number of different ways that you can support the show, right? The first thing is I have a monthly newsletter that goes out. It is located at adamringler.com forward slash newsletter. And like I said in the intro, it is chocked full of great articles, research papers, um, sort of daily notes, things I'm finding fascinating and experimenting with and being a human guinea pig with to try to change my own behaviors, my own habits, but ultimately to really try to improve my life and get something a little bit more meaningful out of it. So uh, head over to adamringler.com forward slash newsletter. Pop in your email and I promise you, you'll get the welcome email and you'll start receiving those monthly updates and you won't regret it. I'm not gonna send you a bunch of spam messages or anything like that. I really think that you'll get a lot out of it and, uh, and check it out. I get questions every single time we publish either an article or the latest update to the Decoding Excellence show. And the question I often receive is, how do I support this show? Well, we have a new way that the audience and the crowd and everybody else here can support the Decoding Excellence show. Head over to 
buymeacoffee.com forward slash Adam Ringler. It's actually not buying me a coffee. I know the name sounds sort of uh, confusing or misleading, if you will. But what it is, is it's a a platform, sort of a crowdsourcing way of, uh, of donating to the show. And the idea is that you would donate a coffee, right? $5, $4 or whatever to the Decoding Excellence show. And what we do with this is we turn the proceeds directly over to supporting the hosting of the Decoding Excellence show on whether it's on Spotify or on Simplecast or iTunes and elsewhere. And it, it supports the hosting fees for our website and the Decoding Excellence uh, Decoding Excellence show. So if you want to support the show, you can buy me a coffee. You can buy seven coffees. You buy yourself a coffee. Otherwise, please head over, check it out. It is buymeacoffee.com forward slash Adam Ringler. I'll include it in the show notes. And as always, thank you for supporting the Decoding Excellence show.